Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren, styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. Self-confidence is the most attractive quality a person can have. How can anyone see how great you are if you can't see it for yourself? I'm Rashan Isaacs and this is Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum. Shanaz Murs is a registered psychological counselor and also a mother of three. Shanaz saw a great need for offering emotional support to adults, children, couples and families in her community, specializing in counseling and workshops for adults and children that focus on building emotional intelligence or EQ. I'd like to welcome to Cover Mode Shanaz Murs. Assalamu alaikum Shanaz. Wa alaikum salam Rishan. Thanks for having me and sure it's been a while since I've been on radio. So. Oh well I'm glad to, invi- <laughs> to be the first to invite you in the year 2017. No, de- definitely. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I, you can see how comfortable I am sitting oh, here perfect, behind perfect. the mic. Yes. <laughs> Any chance to talk, Rashan? I'll take it. <laughs> now, I love people who can talk, especially on the subject that we're about to chat about. And here on Cover Mode, we discuss and share valuable tips on fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And today, we are going to cover how important the relationship with ourself is. And it really boils down to self esteem. Is that so? Um, is that right, Shanaz? Yeah, definitely. I see you started off with the definition of confidence, self-confidence, yes. and self-confidence people often think is the same as self-esteem, yes. but it's only one aspect. Yeah. It's actually an aspect of self-esteem. Self-esteem is a little bit more intricate. Um, and I think with all the people you come across, it's quite clear. You can see who are the overly confident people and who are the people with generally healthy self-esteem. So um, if I'm going to be judging you now, I'd have to <laughs> say definitely a good dose of healthy self-esteem, you know, to be able to do what you do, appear in media and, and use yourself as a style icon. <laughs> you'd have to have a good dose of healthy self-esteem and your whole life successes and achievements are tied in not to that, but to the view of yourself. Oh, It's wow. liking yourself. Now, here's the, there's the catch. Um, I mean, in the counseling and the work that I do, that's the problem. A lot of people don't like who they are. Oh. They don't know who they are. I remember asking a mom once, when was the last time you were happy? And she spent almost the whole session in silence. So I said, okay, let's do that for homework. <laughs> Come back next week and tell me. And she came back and she said, I don't know. Wow. And I was struck with this profound sadness and and loss for her for mm-hmm. for, for, for not knowing and often people think um, happiness and joy is tied to things. Mm-hmm. When I achieve, when I'm thinner, yeah. you know, when I'm this, when, when I'm that. And, and it isn't about achievements and accolades and milestones. It's about an inner sense of being, mm-hmm. which you can have as a child. And I think when most of us were growing up, there was a definition of what was expected of us in childhood. Mm-hmm. Obedience, compliance, 
quietness. Don't know those things apply to me. Oh my As a child, <laughs> I, I, I was never that. So I was then labeled a bit of a troubled child, you know. Mm-hmm. Attitude difficult because I was outspoken. Oh gosh, that probably um, put you down for ADD or yes, something. Yes, I would have been medicated. <laughs> um, I didn't know when to keep my tongue. Yeah. So I was, you know, reprimanded a lot. But I, I recently wrote a blog saying that I realize now I was always authentic, not rude. So oh. I grew up with the label of being rude, but I was actually authentic. So now I'm so surrounded it's, it's, by authentic it's children It's all about those house. labels, really. Yep. It's what the we labels. label as. Whether yeah. it's positive or neg- negative, yeah. it's going to affect us either way. Either way. But, you know, a lot of what you counsel on and, what, and the workshops that mm. you offer is based around EQ. Yeah. Okay, now what is EQ. Okay, most people know about intellectual intelligence. You right. know how smart you are, and there are tests to, to take that. And a lot of us have actually been, yeah. you know, the, the, the sort of premises of everything that we are about is always based, based on this IQ. We think that that's the, mm-hmm. the measure of success, but recent studies have proven that intellectual intelligence is not the key to success. Emotional intelligence is. So when we talk about emotional intelligence, we're talking about just being in touch with emotion, knowing and how to identify mm-hmm. how you feel. Mm. Having the sensitivity to know how other people are feeling and then having empathy. And I think that's where we've gone wrong as a community. We don't do much emotional stuff. It's, it's hard work. Um, and then just having the ability, you know, to know when to say, obviously, you know, somebody is, is heading headlong into a disaster. Right. But is this my place to say something? That's mm-hmm. also part of emotional intelligence. Even with our kids, the mistakes they make are theirs sometimes and lessons to learn. So often we want to protect and shelter you and we are saying this in your best interest, but it, it's not a lesson that can be learned like that. Mm-hmm. So self-esteem is shaped by moments and moments, you know, interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in childhood, and our parents are the key um, shapers, you know, the molders of, of how we view ourselves. And as we go out into the world, with school, there's your peers. So you, as you're moving along, your sphere increases of people who can impact your, your but I still think parents play the most pivotal role in, in self-esteem. And, and critical parents, um, and I see that a lot in the adults who come in, not knowing how to connect with their kids. They didn't have this accepting parent model mm-hmm. so i am a critical parent that's yeah. all i know yeah um and perfectionism is quite a high uh a problem in in, the, in especially in the muslim community i think perfection mm-hmm. you know that la barang table rashan oh gosh you know that whole <laughs> that whole standard yes. that model yes. in the last five years i've untied myself from all of those expectancies it, and it's a repetition of it and it's you don't like get a star i don't get a gold star from my husband mm. or my in-laws <laughs> or anyone for this immaculate table and i'm miserable and i'm tired mm-hmm. and i realize it doesn't serve do do just enough to make it special do just enough so that I have energy to enjoy the day mm-hmm. and want to put on my nice outfit that I bought. <laughs> yes, because you end up in yes, your, so. your, your kitchen robes for the rest yes, of the day so. while people are coming in and greeting you. Yes. <laughs> but why is it so important to develop one's EQ? It's important because th- this is how you relate to the world. If I am clueless about how I feel, I cannot pick up on how you feel. Mm-hmm. So their interpersonal relationships will be a disaster. Of course. Knowing how the other person feels will tell you, should I be confrontational in this conversation? Should I step back? Should I? All these skills which mm-hmm. don't come natural. And I, the reason why I chose to focus on 
emotional intelligence because I saw it was lacking in our community. And the way schools operate, even the best of schools and the private schools, they, they value intellectual intelligence. Yes. It's like and sporting ability second. So it's academic success, sporting success. But what are the people? Mm-hmm. What are the people's success? What about growing the child to be a holistic being? Yeah, mind you, I kind of enjoyed that about the school I went mm. to. I was fortunate enough to go to a school that offered things outside your okay. academic you know, requirements as well. And I sort of excelled so mm. much more mm. in the social activities, which was interacting with old age homes, with mm. mentally disabled kids, and um, basically also being sent out there and preparing yourself for the real mm. world and emotionally connecting yeah. to others. And um, I mean, th- those were your, un- for those who, who, who are in school and have been in school and know about those, you know, interact, mm. uh, organizations and the teenagers against drug abuse it's it was those causes that you know sort of helped you connect to um to to people in a different way and not to your your books and yeah and as important as that is to get you to you know your pass your matric mm-hmm. in university it's your emotional intelligence that's going to help you persevere yeah and retain that passion that you have for where you want to go Definitely. And I mean, you're lucky, but I mean, if you look at the majority of kids don't have somewhere in grade 10 or 11, they pick up some kind of social responsibility thing, but only because it must look good on their varsity application. Mm. But we're talking about an inherent belief in in making a difference in the world. We're talking about that. um, One of the things I'm always on about is social responsibility Mm -hmm. and that where, where does my child learn that? Picking up this piece of dirt is going to make a difference to the planet. It's not my dirt, but I'm walking past it, and two steps ahead of me is a bin. Um, I pick up a bottle, and I look for recycling immediately. And my kids are always on about that. And my mom, it's not your job. You're not here to clean up the world. And I'm like, every person adopts a view. Mm-hmm. And everyone has that same view. It's, it will increase and multiply oh, yes. and multiply. And that's the whole aim of, of, of being in a state of awareness and consciousness and mindfulness. That it's, it starts with me. And yes, I'm forcing my kids also to make it stop with them, but that's what I'm responsible for. True. You know, and the reason why I do the kids' workshops is that try to reach as many kids as I can. And, and, and this year I've decided to do the adult self-esteem because I realized that when children go home with all these new skills, they may not have the backup that they need in their moms and dads to carry and follow through with what I've taught them. Mm-hmm. So begin with balancing you know helping parents right. and helping kids if you'd like to uh, interact or communicate with us here in studio the number is zero two one four four two three five three zero or whatsapp us on zero seven two two three eight zero seven one two that number again zero seven two two three eight zero seven one two we look forward to l- look hearing from you or seeing your comments um shanaz Besides the counseling, like you said, you offer a number of short courses like Building My my EQ, the five love languages. And I had the honor of getting a sneak preview of that as well at um, a wellness workshop. Then there's also anger management for adults. And uh, to see all of those courses that Shanaz offers, go to happyconfidentme.co.za. That's happyconfidentme.co.za me or one word dot co dot za and then the what the subject we're talking about today is self-esteem development for adults 
Shanos, why do some people suffer from a low self-esteem while others have such a high self-esteem? I think, you know, it's, you, you can't blame everything on the parents. Um, I don't know if I told you over the holidays now, I was reading or listening to an audio book called The Child Whisperer. And oh, in yes. there, they're talking mm-hmm. about four types that a child is born with a, with a type, an energy profile type. And this is how they will relate to the world. And already as I read the read listened, I picked out my kids. But then I struggled for myself mm-hmm. because there's a little bit of me. So each of them possess their main type is part of my type. Ah, so um, yes. I don't want to take the blame for all the bad stuff. I'll take all the credit for the good stuff <laughs> <laughs> that I gave them. But, you know, it, it's, it's already you can see this. This is just as a child that sleeps. So they adapt to the world, they're easy, they're friendly, you know, they, they, they're this particular type. So for them, confidence will come easier, you know, it's like chill, relax, you know, nothing stresses me out. You get the anxious child, you know, the, 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 the second type, which is the emotional. So my youngest, when I said to him, Yusuf, you type two, he got very upset. Mm. He says, mommy, you can't give me names. I don't <laughs> want labels. Don't, no I don't labels. want. And then I told him today, you know, Nelson Mandela was type two. Uh, Mother Teresa. Uh-huh. So emotional people heal the world. Mm-hmm. They make a difference. That's who you are. It's just, okay, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, reframing. But th- through a context of that, this is how your child interprets the world. How are they going to go out and receive Yes, where the self-esteem comes in. Receive the input mm. from others. And sometimes in receiving that input and um, if it's an, an something negative that was given to them, they sort of sometimes box themselves into that that yes. you know label like you say yeah. and you know what are the lifelong repercussions of consistently getting negative messages you know the people with low self-esteem they've got a raw end of the deal because there's so many aspects of your life shaped by esteem taking chances am i worthy of of love so number one relationships maybe mm-hmm. choosing abusive partners because i'm i'm not worthy of a good partner I'm worthy. So you can see in, 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 in families where you'll have a repetition of poor choices. And I'd like to, I know my husband's not listening, but I want to acknowledge <laughs> him in terms of, Don't I always say my dad, my dad was an amazing, he was an amazing father. He was a not so good husband all the time because I think of my mother, all, all are complaining. But I would think that because of that shaping and that model, the choice that I made in a husband Mm-hmm. was an upgraded version in a way. Oh. So I've got both parts quite well. And I think that this is where we, we need to understand that self-esteem makes you choose a partner worthy of you. Mm-hmm. I am worthy of a good partner. Mm-hmm. I believe I have value. Wow. So I choose someone who brings value to my life. Whereas people with low self-esteem are going to think I don't deserve, I deserve a wife beater. I deserve a man who doesn't want to go work. I deserve, you know. You don't deserve those things. No one deserves that. And it's not that they're physically telling themselves this. It's that inherent sort of all the negative yeah. messages that have been given, them, given to themselves it's, or been getting all of those um, throughout their life. And it's, it's, it's in an article I was reading last night. It's encoded in your cellular memory. Oh. So even if you're not conscious of it, it's there. It's part of who you are. And to think that, you know, and the simple thing like you will never be um, smart as this one. You'll never be pretty as this one. You'll never be so as a child. You're growing up with these messages, Roshan, constantly being told you don't have value. You don't have value, you know, and you you internalizing it. It becomes your inner voice. And there's the downside of low self-esteem. Your inner critic becomes mm-hmm. your only voice. 
So there's constant criticism of every action you replay. You've actually had a win today, but you're still criticizing yourself. Could have been better. Yes. Could have been, yeah. You know, and, and that is where the, you, so you actually, because as a result of that, you're not present in the moment. Mm. You are within yourself going on about a past moment. And that's where you lose your consciousness and your mindfulness. And, and, and in relationships and parenting, it's the worst way to be, not to be present in the moment. So you have to do something if, about if your inner critic. If we have that kind of thinking or, or belief of ourselves in this low self-esteem, is it possible that we draw that sort of negative energy all around we, us? We or do. is it that we, because of, of thinking in that, 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 that low self-esteem mm. sort of way, um, that we will see everything negatively? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a link between thoughts, right, feelings, behavior, that, that, that triangle. Mm-hmm. So obviously if I'm thinking, right, I'm feeling and I'm behaving. So there will be a whole cause and, and reactional uh, circle constantly around mm-hmm. me. So you actually creating the negativity. I'm not saying you must wake up and like, oh, this day's awesome. I, you know, uh, that's not who you are. You mm-hmm. know, when I, when I open my eyes in the morning and I spent the whole of 2016 doing that, that every morning is a gift. Mm-hmm. When I wake up, I'm so happy to be alive. That sounds so corny. I know when I'm saying it out <laughs> loud. But I, I can't explain to you, Rashan, the amazingness if you've lost significant people in your life. You know, both my parents have passed on. At young ages so you know the gift of every day and now when I say it the second time it mm-hmm. still sounds corny <laughs> but I, I don't know how else to explain it to you that and, and if you have but illnesses is, yes and 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 most of us because of our lifestyles have illnesses diabetes is rife in our community high blood pressure you know we have all these and I've got those illnesses so when I wake up I'm like, yes, Allah gave me another day. Awesome. What am I going to do today? You know, mm-hmm. and my kids always ask mommy, why is she excited in the morning? Tone down, tone down the energy. You know, we're still waking up and I'm like this day. And every morning when I was on holiday, I was up way before my kids and I sat outside and listened to the birds and just smelt wet grass and, you know, all those well, those you remind things. me of the hadith by the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that is to value five things before five, and uh, one of those is your youth before old age, another is your health before sickness, and that is exactly it. Waking up and realizing that every day is a gift. If you have your health, that's a gift. If you have your wealth, that's a gift. Before you know poverty, mm-hmm. and uh, things can get taken away just like that. Yeah. But again, no, it boils down to how you deal with all of those issues and what. And at what level your esteem is yeah. um, and what, what, you, what you think of yourself um, is as well. You are listening to Cover Mode. I'm chatting to Shanaz Moes and we're chatting about self-esteem. A very valuable f- subject to start um, our January or our Cover Mode for, for January 2016. And, you know, self-confidence means being aware of what Allah has given you of good characteristics mm-hmm. and striving accordingly to attain that which will benefit you. If you misuse it, you will be filled with arrogance and self-admiration. And, and I think I asked, is there, you know, um, well, I'll probably ask you if this is a problem of having too much confidence. Um, and then which are two, you know, destructive problems if you have arrogance and self-admiration. If you deny those blessings that have been given to you and the good characteristics that Allah has blessed you with, you will become lazy and apathetic. You will let yourself down and lose the blessings that Allah has given you. And um, Allah says, indeed, he succeeds who purifies his own self. And indeed, he fails who corrupts his own self. 
corrupts his own self. Um, so is overconfidence a problem? I'm mean, like self-confidence. We know you need to build yeah. the confidence, but you know you do get people who just think so much of themselves. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a. I think that that is a problem. My husband and I were having our brunch before I got here, and we spoke about the generation. Um, I'd watched a video. Somebody tagged me in, and they're talking about millennials, mm-hmm. the generation now that's in adulthood, that's yes. in the corporate world, and and the and this whole view of entitlement and instant gratification. And lacking social skills because everything is uh, social media and and that's how I communicate. And we were saying that you actually know when people, and we have all generation actually, because of all this um, excessive praise and doting parents had, they are quite overconfident Mm -hmm. in this. um, Because he's in in a position where he interviews lots of young people at, at their firm. So they want to know when can they be in management and they just graduated. Um, can I afford this car if I start on the salary? Like those kinds of questions. And we're talking about um, you need to be humble and, mm-hmm. and, and be excited to be getting a job to learn and, and work your way up, you know, like old school. Yes. <laughs> so there's some things I always say of old school and the previous generation that is so valuable mm-hmm. that we've Instant chucked out of the window. Yes. We've chucked out of the window because it just takes too long. It's too much work. So uh, the overconfident person feels that they're entitled that they're just better than everyone mm-hmm. else. So a lot of people are raising their kids with overconfidence, not a good, healthy self-esteem. Because the self-esteem child will know, I don't need to be better than anyone else. I am my own measure against myself. Mm-hmm. If I was better than yesterday or my last report, um, then I've done a good job. Not, I didn't come first. I didn't mm-hmm. get all sevens or, or whatever. Or, I, if you measure yourself against somebody else, there's always somebody better. Yes. If you, Academically yes. mm-hmm. and success-wise, career-wise, finances. So often you'll find people as they move up the corporate ladder, they move house. Mm-hmm. And they move closer and closer to Table Mountain because <laughs> that's where the, um, the esteem lies, the accolade. And my husband's view is always, we're right by the mosque, we're close to the school, we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we can walk to the masjid. You know, it's always about grounding yourself. And, and grounding yourself in your community if we are Muslim and that's our identity. I've always also lived with, you know, never seeing yourself above someone no, else yeah. or less, less than someone else. We're always somewhere in the between, balance. you know, somewhere in, in the middle. And with that, um, it allows you the ability to always learn from mm-hmm. someone and always teach the next person as well. So you always have that balance in yeah. your life. And before we continue, we're going to take a short break and we're going to talk more to Shanaz Moose about this interesting subject of self-esteem. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. We are chatting to Shanaz Moist, a registered psychological counselor. And um, just as I mentioned before, Shanaz specializes in counseling and workshops for adults and children that focus on building emotional intelligence and um, EQ. And today we're chatting about self-esteem. Just before we took a break, we spoke about is overconfidence a problem too? 
but then you know we we know what self what low self-esteem is we know what the having too much confidence is as well so what's a good level of self-esteem sure i don't think it's it's this there's actually somebody was saying that self-acceptance self-compassion and self-love when you have enough of those you have the good balance and and i think that um I've recently been using an assessment tool in my practice to help women measure their self-compassion because I found that how how do I know if I'm too hard on myself? I don't actually know. I'm just using my perception. And I found when I came across this tool, I realized, okay, we need to actually quantify. Um, Some people are numbers people. They don't like wishy-washy feeling stuff. So when you give them numbers, oh, I can relate. Oh, I do need to work on that. Mm -hmm. So I do have those clients who who relate to numbers and logic. So they want to see it in a number form. Okay, okay. And I I do believe that I do have this problem. Ah. But when when I picked it up through your life choices and, and, and how you feel about yourself and your relationship with your children... It's a sign of of poor self-esteem when you're lacking self-compassion. So you have this innate compassion for everyone. When your friend messes up and the recipe doesn't come right, oh, it's your first time, and it will come right again. Don't worry. This is the message you give her. You're making something, and you're like, for two days, you are knocking yourself. Oh, my word, why couldn't I have seen cake flour, cake flour? I put some, you know, so you, you, don't, you don't give yourself the same compassion, mm-hmm. and you don't even realize it until someone points it out to you. That's so um, true. It sounds like something I did with, like, I thought cooking was just not my thing. I cannot cook until I, um, when I resigned from, from my corporate work, corporate job, and I, I, you know, I had to now start cooking mm-hmm. for the family every single day. And I'm like, I'm not getting this right. I always thought that the smell and the, you know, the color must come right. Mm-hmm. So I used to throw more and more ingredients to, in to get, to get it right. And uh, the taste was just either mm. too salty mm. or too this. And then I think with practice, it sort of improved. But what really helped was the confidence Mm. that you can do this. And then just cooking because I enjoyed it and because I loved it. And that's that, you know, cooking with love absolutely works. It's amazing. (laughs) I mean, I would not have believed it until because I know when I cook with love, Mm. my family, you know, gives me good feedback afterwards. And it's really about just trying and trying again and not giving up when you fail the first time. It's saying I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it right. And that's definitely with with self-esteem and a healthy self-esteem is that here's a mistake. It's not the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I improve? Maybe I should follow the recipe yeah. next time. Um, and every year challenging yourself, like I've seen some of the ladies are doing cooking classes, uh, yes. thinking, oh, no, I need to I go. I should do a call a, call a mom. <laughs> oh, no. I, I remember phoning on my honeymoon, asking my mother, because I couldn't cook. <laughs> Mommy, how do you? She sent me all the spices uh-huh. in little packets and, she, and chicken, because chicken curry was now my husband's favorite, I heard. I didn't know what I was doing, and I phoned her from public phone, no cell phones. Oh, I am married word. 20 years, <laughs> and asking in the rain out of Pine Lake Marina on the <gasps> phone, Mommy, Mommy, how do you make this? And writing down on a piece of paper, a piece of paper, my word, that I still have today. Sure. So I wrote down four steps, and she told me, this is how you make every all curry. And it's easy. Yes. Oh, and my And she gosh. said, this yes. is what you do, and, and <laughs> I still have that page. And for me, it was, it was about that. She didn't tell me 
why did you wait so long to learn? Now you're going to mess it up. She gave me this ability, like, you can't go wrong. You know, everything's been measured for you. <laughs> Just put it in and blow it. Just behold. follow the recipe. And I couldn't even cut an onion, Rashad. Okay, I'm really so glad bad. I'm not the only person. No, so I think that when, when you want to grow an ability, it's, mm-hmm. it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, every year I choose something that I didn't know how to do. Mm-hmm. So 2017's goal was to learn how to swim. She was, I'm now don't know how to swim. swim so 2016's goal I could have ticked mm-hmm. off. Um, so every year I say to myself, it's no one else's responsibility to grow my skills but me. Mm-hmm. So choose something that's attainable, that's also in a time frame and a cost frame. If my money is involved, that's also doable. And and that's where self-esteem comes in. I'm nurturing myself. Nurturing yourself and growing yourself is is how you maintain the healthy self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You don't. If you're waiting for others to say, "Here's a cooking voucher class," "Here's a whole year of massages," shinas, you go off and you. It doesn't happen like that. No. And and I hinted a bit, but on holiday, my husband said, "Oh, you got a four o'clock appointment at the spa at the place <laughs> we were at," and I'm like, "Oh yes, I need that." And I just enjoyed the time out. But you also feel honoured when you nurture yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's even more touching when somebody else makes the effort for you okay I hinted a lot <laughs> but it's still it's still people don't always take your hints into account no, they just no. ignore you you have to like write it down you tell know, them. so just that's one of the keys to 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 keeping the self-esteem in a good place that honoring and nurturing yourself perfect to chat to us in the studio the number is zero two one four four two three five three zero or WhatsApp on zero seven two two three eight zero seven one two and we do have some WhatsApp messages that have come through Shanaz I'm just gonna go through them okay. Salam guys great program long overdue very true this is what our children lack that's why SA and the world is the way it is and another one PS make sure there's a part two and yes I already <laughs> chatted to Shanaz about about this before we started the program so you can expect more of this kind of discussion on cover mode because we believe in the holistic you and um, another message people put me down uh, put me so down because I have a disability but I didn't care because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me love and ability mashallah and another message here alhamdulillah I love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I'm so grateful to him he's cleansing our souls your best is good enough alhamdulillah that's another message that has come through oh gosh we've got a few more but before we go into those um let's just also um i think we chatted now about uh, you know what's the good level of self-esteem and uh you've given us some amazing tips uh the question now is as well can we change what we think and feel about ourselves after getting all of you know uh, what we the messages mm-hmm. from our childhood or, you know, it looks like everything stems from childhood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of the childhood and then reinforcing the people you choose to surround yourself with. And I'm, a, I'm the type of uh, person as a counselor and parent that says to other parents, you know what, this child's being bullied by the teacher. I think you need to take him or her out of the teacher's class. Before you yeah. continue there, let's break and continue the, the response okay. that um, Shinaz is about to give us. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. A 
Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Cover Mode. An amazing uh, amount of uh, WhatsApp messages have come um, through. I know a lot of people are shy to talk about the topic of self-esteem and a lot of us suffer from, you know, that internalized effect of what, what you know, we've been given throughout our lives. And one of the WhatsApp messages that have also come through, Assalamu alaikum, I cry a lot and literally for everything, I always make other people's problems mine is something wrong with me and that ties in very well I think with the question I just gave you can we change what we think and feel about ourselves yeah definitely Roshan I think that once you once you've realized that there's something missing if this woman is saying I cry a lot so obviously that's not the norm um, and and depression is linked to low self-esteem as well because you value you overvalue the approval of others mm-hmm. you overvalue the input and the acceptance of others. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I'm busy reading Yasmin Mujahid's book. Finally, I picked it up again. I've had it a few months. And, and we, when she's talking about uh, the need, the need for other people and the need and the need. And only, only needing Allah is the start mm-hmm. of, of that. And, and, and I think that um, when you are on this point of self-discovery and you are connecting with yourself, there's only one place to go. And that's up. Mm-hmm. That connection to yourself ties very strongly with your connection with Allah. You cannot connect with yourself without that. And I think people are often looking for it outward, 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 without looking inward, inward, oh, and, so and up. And, and when you, and Allah isn't like a parent scolding you and, oh, now you want to make salah. Oh, now you want to learn to recite. Allah, and each time you do a Allah good deal, Allah is like, welcome, like, yes. like, like, like a total affirmation parent mm. man like oh my word alhamdulillah you you did that you know you made your first five salahs for the day i'm so proud of you you know not why didn't you for the last so many years mm. and i think when you have that connection you feel you feel that and self-acceptance and self-love is already there with allah so you connecting so that you can get that to yourself if you're waiting and you're looking for it from other people and even your spouse um, it's it's not it's not an, we can change spouses mm-hmm. looking for that self acceptance and that we spouses <laughs> yeah not, I'm, I'm twenty years on no it's not changing spouses but it's mm-hmm. an inward thing about this connection mm-hmm. and and a lot of people are struggling and they often go um, therapist to therapist looking for this fix this fix you, you tell me what I need to do what what I need to do and it's not about outward doing. Mm-hmm. It's about inward doing. Mm. And when people aren't ready for that journey, you can't make them make that connection. Right. There's no way I can give you something that you yourself are not needing mm-hmm. or recognizing at this point in your life, this is what I need. So I think that for, for us now, we have a whole generation of young people who are more um, Allah conscious, mm-hmm. let's put it like that. And they're growing up at a young age already with this connection. So there we mm-hmm. are. I'm, I'm feeling positive about. But then on the other hand, there's a whole lot of another generation in the same generation that are the selfie generation and the instant gratification mm-hmm. and you know so you've got this huge you know um sort of war that's going to go on in the next five to ten years because a selfie generation wants to marry a conscious generation one and then you <laughs> grow up you know let's hope the one will positive influence the other so we 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 are responsible for that journey within ourselves mm-hmm. And I know people with low self-esteem, they struggle to assert themselves. So for me, never been a problem. In fact, you know, sometimes maybe over-assertive. Mm-hmm. And knowing it now at an older age, trying to rein it in. Um, because it can border. We talk about over the overconfidence. That there this must be a healthy balance. Right. 
Okay, so we have a few minutes before we close, and I know there's so many, so much more that we can no, ask Rishon, and then we can I'm chat. Done. But you will be back. We know that. And we, you know, um, you know, uh, Shanaz, I and and one of the other callers also asked, you know, is there a way to remedy that? And I think you've touched on a few of those. But it, another way to also remedy, you offer workshops yes. on, you know, developing your self-esteem, yeah. and especially for adults, you've done it with children. I've I know done that. the children one a few times, and then also with with, and you, you're going to be mm. hosting for the. Do you know when you've been hosting it? I, it just came. It was born the moment we had our conversation. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so okay. you, it, it was it was coming on during my holiday. I've collected a lot mm-hmm. of material with. With not knowing how to use it, and then when you contacted me, I realized, oh, this is meant for a but workshop. I'm, I'm guessing that those will be more tools driven. Um, yeah, they, it's actual practical. We're yes. talking the, what what I do in workshops. I give you actual skills and homework, so you're going to go home and you're going to learn how to do a certain thing. So, you're in a critic. How do we change that voice? Mm-hmm. How do we change it to one of love and affirmation? You know, each if I can't say no, okay, let's work on that. Being mm-hmm. assertive. You know, because when people cross boundaries with you and you can't say no, they'll forever take advantage of you and you'll forever be trampled on and, and, and your self-esteem will never improve. So saying no is not going to cut off relationships. It's going to disconnect you from users and, 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 and people who exploit you, which mm. is what you need to maintain a good, healthy self-esteem. But, you know, for those who want to follow up and actually do a self-esteem uh, workshop with um, Shanaz Moes, you can um, uh, just keep uh, you know, a lookout for it on her website, www.happyconfidentme.co.za And if you'd like to do some spiritual reading, and I think that you've actually mentioned a few of this, and I'm going to ask you for the book that you've also um, just mentioned as well if you want to learn more about yourself um, go and check out my blog rashanisaacs.com and uh, rashan that's r-o-s-h-a-n isaacs.com i've recommended the book cosmology of the self by sheikh badlala hari um, you can read a few of the extracts um, i've posted there and you might just like it and find it particularly interesting to learn more about yourself and that's rashanisaacs.com shanaz your did you say you posted um the uh, yeah, when you posted about that book, I tied so deeply in with the book that I was reading. Yes. So I said, Darushan, you're speaking to me. This <laughs> so book, we're going to swap books. Yeah, this <laughs> book is, okay, I can't swap mine. It's an audio oh, book. Oh, gosh. Okay, so what is the book called? <laughs> the book is called um, The Child Whisperer. And, mm-hmm. I, and as I was reading it by Carol Tuttle, I'm thinking this should be a workshop. Mm-hmm. I, I should be doing this because this is quite key information. So everything that I read, I internalize, Rashan. I want to use it in my practice, in my family. Mm-hmm. I've already typed my kids. <laughs> so um, I believe in information we take in must be of value. Mm-hmm. And when it's truly valuable, I want to share it with others. So which is why I'm forever on about different books. And five love languages changed my life. And you know, I'm oh, always yes. on about oh, yes. five love languages. And I believe that that's where the power is, that these tools are given to us by Allah to, to, to be used moving forward in our mm-hmm. lives to make things better, not just sit around and, and, and whine and, you know, and woe is me attitude and, and, and move forward that you have that power. So let's move forward. Shinas, thank you so much for joining me and awakening our self-esteem. Assalamu alaikum to you. What you think of yourself is far more important than what others think of you. Think positive, be positive and positive things will happen. I hope you will soar in whatever it is you wish to achieve and that you are blessed with a good self-esteem. For Cover Mode, I'm Rashan Isaacs. Assalamu alaikum.